Welcome to Anxiety and the Artist, the podcast that explores artist's relationship with anxiety, offering insight and inspiration. I'm your host, Allison Sheff. My guest today is Chris Smith. Chris is the National Program Director of the Actors Fund Looking Ahead Program. He is a licensed clinical social worker and certified group psychotherapist with over 20 years experience working with youth and families. He has expertise and provides trainings on suicide prevention, healing from racial trauma, therapeutic group facilitation, and adolescent mental health. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, Allison. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So tell me a little bit about your background and your path to social work. Yeah, social work. Um, uh, Social work, man, a happy accident comes to mind, but I Mm -hmm. don't think it was an accident. So um, I'm from Sacramento, California originally, and uh, I always had this idea that I wanted to help people but didn't really know what that would look like. Um, I moved away to college and start working with kids at the YMCA and found out that helping people and giving back was really a calling for me. And um, I ended up getting a job working in crisis mobile outreach. So when people were suicidal or homicidal or had a mental health crisis, um, I would be dispatched to work with them and try and help resolve their crisis. So I did that job. It was an amazing job, really, really moving and incredibly stressful. And I, during the course of that, I had a couple people, a boss and a colleague who were like, you should really check out being a social worker. And at the time I was like, I don't want to take people's kids. What are you talking about? Like, cause <laughs> I didn't know what social work was, but right. they, they explained the many facets of social work and it was about social justice and really helping people live um, to their full potential. And helping marginalized populations. And I thought, okay, you know, let me check this out. So I did that, um, got at MSW in 2011, and then switched to working in hospice for a couple years, um, the other end of the spectrum. And then I have been with Actors Fund for about seven and a half years because um, I've always enjoyed uh, arts in my own life. And then um, I've really found the more I've worked in social work that um, supporting youth uh, is such a... um, it's, I feel like it's a calling for me. So that's how I ended up here at the Actors Fund. Amazing. Uh, so what, just out of curiosity, what kind of arts do you, do you like or do you dabble in? Yeah, so I've done some theater. I've done some acting also. Um, I, I love to write. And like I really have to say like theater just has a special place in my heart. Like the first time, the first time I saw a play, um, I just, you know, there's, there's just that experience of, of just being moved by, by the production, um, the electricity specifically for of theater for me. And then being, um, being able to act in a play, there's just something about being on stage. It is just such a feeling and such a rush. So, awesome. uh, I have that experience. <laughs> yeah. So you're the head of the Looking Ahead program at the Actors Fund. Um, Can you tell us what that is and what services you offer? Yeah, absolutely. So Looking Ahead is something that absolutely everyone needs to know about. Uh, We started in 2003, and we really started to help kids who are young professional performers. I want to expand that beyond just the child actor, but young professional performers really deal with the ups and downs of being in the entertainment industry and make successful transitions to adulthood. So that's, that's our mission statement. But I think beyond that, we're really about community. 
We're about creating a community and we're about creating friendships. Our goal is whether a kid wants to go off and become a Tony Award winner, which a, a lot of them say they do, a Tony or an Oscar winner, or they decide that they want to go off and do something else completely different. We want to be there to, to support them along the journey, to validate them, to affirm them, and um, to help them lead a successful and healthy life when they get older. And one of the tenets of that that we talk about all the time is what does it mean to have a full life and to be in entertainment? That's It's such a beautiful pursuit, but we also want to let our kids know that you are an actor, but then you're also a sister, you're also a daughter, you also might be a soccer player, and to 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 really create a value and a self-esteem that's not contingent on booking or not booking or um, any external factors. Right. Wonderful. Um, so I've worked as a children's guardian on Broadway for 20 years yeah. and I have many thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear them. <laughs> but I kind of want to get your, your opinion. Um, on what are some of the main mental health issues that you see affecting child performers? Uh, yeah. You know, the first one I would say is anxiety. Um, it's a really, it's a really difficult thing to be a performer, to put yourself out there and to open yourself up for critique and i feel like just as a society we really don't teach folks one about their emotions or two how to deal with their emotions Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) that's across the board and then to expect a 12 or 15 year old to then try and go audition and to be critiqued that's really hard to find out how to deal with that um there's also um issues of depression uh when you don't book it's very easy like like we've all experienced maybe you know we get a job or a crush calls us or we win some money and like yes the day we're on top of the world and then conversely if we don't get those things it's very easy to feel like oh you know what's the point of life and life is meaningless so that's also part and parcel of this unfortunately and then there's um a big sense of competition it's very common for kids to to realize that like yes that person could be my friend that kid could be my friend but yet also they have the same color hair as i do and they're the same uh height so they're my competition for the role Mm -hmm. yeah so a lot of a lot of mental health challenges um and that's why looking ahead is here to to really help um heal those and to help kids be able to to manage those and and not let those health issues really overtake their lives Right. Right. I would add to that. I mean, I think you you sort of touched on this, but I found that like having one's entire identity wrapped up in, in what they do. And I mean, adults struggle with this too, as performers and as artists, but I think it's so much more prevalent with children. Like, you know, you go, even if you're still in school, you go to school, you're you're that kid that's on Broadway or you're that kid that was in that movie, you know, and it's sort of hard to escape that identity and be seen as as other things other than just a performer totally totally and you know allison it's that's one of that's one of the points that's um 
that's pretty sad that I've heard about from a lot of kids of once they do book a role, then other kids see them. And unfortunately, some kids uh, aren't really kind. And um, some kids will experience a sense of, of other kids saying, you know, what do you think you're better than me now because you're in this in this role or the opposite kids trying to give them more attention when maybe they didn't give them attention before, but now they want to be their friend. So uh, right. I definitely heard a, a sense from quite a few kids of, okay, it's, it can be really challenging to connect with other kids and, um, and to just kind of slide back into my life, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the other things I've also (laughs) observed a lot of is sort of a fear of aging. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And and it's something that's like perpetuated by parents and like, you know, people that should be, and like, I I understand it, but it's, you know, people that should be supporting you in your aging. Yeah. (laughs) In your natural development (laughs) as a a child and as a person. (laughs) And, and instead it's like, you know, look shorter, um, you know, try not to look like you've gone through puberty. Like, (laughs) and I feel like that, that can be so damaging. Um, um, yes, Allison, you you hit the nail on the head, and that was something. So, you know, in my twenty plus years of working with kids, that was something that I found was really specific to the kids that I've worked with in the entertainment industry. And um, you put the nail on the head. It's kids feeling like they're gonna that they're going to miss out on certain roles because they are going through puberty or they grew a couple inches. And, Mm -hmm. you know, with that also, and And losing their worth too. Exactly. 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 Yeah. You know, I, I think, um, and this is an aside, I've had conversations with kids before about their thoughts about being an adult. And there, there is a lot of fear. And I understand just the world we're in times that we have multiple crises going on, which create that fear. Um, but it, it is kind of unfortunate when certain kids just feel like, yeah, being an adult sounds so scary. And I want to say stay 12 because I feel like I'll be safe or this is the best time of life. And what we're trying to do is really trying to to give the kids the skills to 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 understand that um, growing older is a beautiful thing and Mm -hmm. you're not going to have the same consciousness at 12, or at least we hope when you're 25. (laughs) So we're going to teach you how to like manage your finances and live on your own. You don't have to just go out and do that tomorrow. But I think, yeah, that's, that's such a big thing. So if someone is looking to get their child into the business, what are some healthy guidelines that you would have for them? Yeah. I, you know, I think the first thing is to remember the why and like Mm -hmm. to look (laughs) at, (laughs) yeah, Mm -hmm. to, to really remember like this is, is this a hobby or is this something that you want to pursue for your whole life? Um, and, and really get a sense of, of that. And then also remember what's kind of, or to know whether what's kind of the cutoff point, what's the point where it's like, okay, maybe we need to take a time out on this. And we, because we're in LA, um, we often have a lot of folks who will and pre pandemic moved out to LA and there were some conversations with people of, you know, maybe LA is just not working out for you. Like it's a very expensive city. LA or New York is a very expensive city. And mm-hmm. when people are moving, they really have to take into account all of these factors. So I would think of, I would really want to encourage people to know, like, um, what's our point of knowing when we need to take a pause? And then also I want to encourage just going back to the whole mental health thing to really know that the entertainment industry or any business can't supersede the well-being of the family. 
So mm-hmm. if a kid, <laughs> Allison, I think we need to talk for an extra two hours because we're about to just, we're about to go to town. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, this is a beautiful thing when kids book roles, when anybody book role, books roles, it's really great. And that is something to be celebrated. But yet the health and the well-being of the family is the most important thing. And what I tell, especially uh, teenagers and parents of teenagers that for me, the main objective is that the kids and parents are talking when they're adults and that they have a good relationship. So when the mm-hmm. kid's 40 and the parent is, you know, older, that they have a good relationship and that there is not that cut off that unfortunately too many uh, families have experienced uh, right. just in life. So it's really about how to maintain that healthy relationship throughout. Agreed. Um, doing what I do, I've had a lot of friends reach out to me when they've given birth and they're like, oh, my kid's so cute. Can you help me get him in the business? And I'm yeah. like, well, <laughs> let's ask ourselves questions first. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, I think it's really important to, the kid has to want it. Yes. The child has to want to do this. This cannot be the the goal and the ambition of the parent. Yes. And if it's something that this the child has expressed, you know, an overwhelming interest in, then absolutely go for it. Just knowing that you need that the family comes first, that the, you know, being a child comes first. Yeah. But um I've j i have mean I I think we can all we all have many horror stories yeah. Of, yeah. of how that has gone horribly awry. Right. Um, when the when the why isn't there and when the the right intention isn't behind the pursuit. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and another thing I'd add on that, because I get those questions too. Oh, my kid is cute. Or my kid said a joke and right. a couple people laughed. Should I put them in the business? No. 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 <laughs> you shouldn't. Let them joke and let them laugh and they right. can do that later. Um, you know, another thing I want to add, like I, I, I have a secret wish that like all the kids would like play softball or soccer or be part of a chess club or whatever it is just to have another set of community that's outside of the business and the kids who have who i found who have kind of thrived throughout this business are the ones who yeah you know i haven't booked and i'm in a dry spot i've been booked my last four auditions but i have soccer practice and i'm gonna go get pizza with them afterwards and so you know i get validation from there also Right, right. Well, it's really important to have other things going on in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Again, that's, you know, advice for any artist. (laughs) Truly, truly. (laughs) We get back to that question of identity. Like, it's just, you've got to have other things that, you know, complete you as a person. Absolutely. And not not just your work and not just, you know, your worth as as a performer. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, that's why I think that why the pandemic was, was so hard in some ways because we just had so much time to spend by ourselves and with our thoughts. And I just oh, think yes. that brought up, <laughs> yeah, that brought up a lot of thoughts of like, who am I? What's my worth? What's my value? So right. yeah, it's great to, right. to be planning that before and um, not just when in times of crisis, but before. Indeed. Um, what suggestions or tools do you have for professional children who are dealing with anxiety? Hmm. Yeah. So first I would say to seek help. And there are a lot of ways that you can seek help. So the looking ahead program, we offer supportive counseling. So, um, 
we will help people kind of understand what anxiety is and um, and offer some support around learning coping skills for dealing with anxiety. We have a social worker in our New York office who works with people on the East, and then I work with people in California. But um, I would definitely say to reach out or have the parents reach out. And another thing to know is that anxiety is common. Anxiety is common. Anxiety is normal. I want anybody who is dealing with anxiety to know that you're not alone. You're not the first person. You're not the last person. And that especially for us uh, social workers, no matter what you're dealing, you're not the first person who's ever dealt with that. So oftentimes anxiety and shame can be really tied together. Mm -hmm. And I just want someone to know, I want everyone to know that there are people that will give you compassion. Um, at times I know we, we might struggle to, to look and find compassion, but there are people who will give you compassion. So I want a young performer to know that there are ways to get support, to get help, reach out, um, reach out to the actors fund, reach out to me, reach out to my counterpart, Judy in New York, um, for support. And I would say, talk about it as well. Find those safe places and safe people. So maybe you may not want to talk to everyone in your life about your anxiety but find those safe people whether it's that adult whether it's your cousin whether it's your acting teacher um to to really be able to talk about what's going on and a big thing a big thing is to name it a lot of times i think um we have a hard time we, we just have this feeling maybe it's the the butterflies in our stomach or, or as kids a lot of times kids experience anxiety in their body so maybe they have a headache or they have a stomach ache um, but it's so helpful to be able to name it. I'm feeling really anxious right now because I have an audition later and I really, really want to book it. That's why I'm feeling anxious. And to really, to really put it in a sentence and understand that like, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just feeling anxious. Right. Um, this might seem a little elementary, but mm-hmm. I think maybe it's necessary. Yeah. Um, can we just define what anxiety is and maybe some of the signs and symptoms of anxiety for those that maybe don't know what to call it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> might be experiencing some feelings, not, not know what those feelings are. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, anxiety, I like to look at anxiety as um, a constant or more pronounced restlessness or worry. And if we find ourselves maybe ruminating or spending a lot of time thinking about the same thing, oh my gosh, okay, like I have that audition tomorrow. I just can't get that that out of my head. And it's not in the realm of, okay, yeah, I'm so excited for this audition, but oh, here's this audition that's going to happen. And I don't know how this is going to happen. Um, or uh, anxiety shows up as negative thinking also like, oh, I have this audition and I'm not going to get it because I haven't gotten the last three auditions and nobody likes me and I'm not whatever tall enough for this. Um, So anxiety is a restlessness and a pronounced restlessness or a pronounced worry or rumination. Great. And um, for, for parents or trusted adults out there, uh, what, what suggestions do you have if a child does come to you with these uh, and shares this with you? Yeah. So if a parent is, if a child comes to a parent or a trusted adult with that, first of all, consider that a gift that they were able to, to see you as a safe person to come and share this with and hold that. Don't minimize that. 
the best thing that, that adults can do is ask questions. So if an 11 year old comes and says, you know, I'm feeling anxious, um, really listen and say, thank you for that. And then ask them, what does it feel like? And ask, ask curious questions about it. Where do you feel that anxiety? Like, does, do you notice when it comes? Does it come sometimes more than others? And then it can be very helpful to talk about your own anxiety too. Because again, kids don't have the, um, the lifespan to know often that this is normal, but depending on the relationship, it can be very helpful to say, yeah, you know, I get anxious too. And this is, this is what I do when I get anxious. Or, you know, when I was your age, I also got really anxious when I had to go to school or I had to give a presentation and, you know, there are ways to deal with anxiety. Let's talk about some of those ways. And if the kid is open, maybe you can talk with them about it or all the way up to seeking mental health support. Again, whether that's contacting uh, the Actors Fund or reaching out for therapeutic support in your community. Great. Is there anything else you want to add before we say goodbye? Oh, my gosh. Um, just <laughs> there, I know there's so much. There's so much. You know, um, I, I think a life in the arts is a beautiful thing. And really, the world needs art. It it's so desperately needs art. And uh, that's what, what helps us connect to the world. And the Actors Fund and the Looking Ahead program are really here to help sustain artists and art. So I just want to encourage people listening to check out the Looking Ahead program, find out more about us, um, know that if you are dealing with any sort of mental health challenges, anxiety, depression, eating disorders, body image, to know that there is help and that there is hope out there. And I would just encourage you to reach out. And that's it. Uh, does Looking Ahead have any resources for parents of child performers? We do. We do. Yeah. So we're all about the family. So um, we offer supportive counseling to kids and families. So um, oftentimes myself, um, I'm working with uh, parents uh, individually or with their child. And then um, we also offer a parent group um, that's based out of our New York office, but it's a national offering. So we are absolutely about supporting the parents as a uh, as well, because we really want the family system to be intact and whole and healthy. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong on this. You guys also have a space in New York for parents of performers for between shows, etc. Am I? Did I make that up? You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, you did it. No, no, you are correct. You know, we have a space, but right now that's going through a transition. Um, we're okay. all still working from home, so we're still trying to, to decide how that space is going to be used going forward. Gotcha. Chris, thank you so much for being here today. And thank you for sharing your wisdom and expertise. It is so appreciated. Uh, it's truly my pleasure, Allison. Just thank you so much for having me and uh, for allowing me to spread the word about the Looking Ahead program. That's our show for today. Thanks for listening. And thanks to my guest, Chris Smith. For more information on the resources we discussed, head on over to our website, anxietyandtheartist.com. If you liked what you heard, tell a friend. Until next time, be healthy and stay creative. Anxiety in the Artist is produced by Groster Productions and recorded at Homestead Studios. Sound editing and engineering is by Bosco Chef. Our marketing guru is Ben Nissen. Our theme song was composed by Bosco Chef. <laughs>